The California wildfire known as the Campfire went on to become the deadliest and most destructive wildfire in the state's history and the most expensive natural disaster in the world in the year 2018. That in terms of insured losses, anyway. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. But then, heavy rainfall started on November 21st, which was a massive help to contain the fire. Fire crews then decided to pull back and let the rain put out the remaining fires, while teams now switched priority to searching for victims. Beginning this day in weather history. Picture this. A typical fall day, a brisk November morning back in 2018 when suddenly a wildfire burst to life in a remote stretch of a canyon in Butte County, California. How do these things just happen? It's supposed to be impossible. After a full investigation, it was suspected to have been triggered by a faulty electric transmission line. And the California PG&E would pay dearly for that afterward. The fire was fast to start and even faster to spread. It originated above several communities, but when the winds oscillated due east, that then drove the fire downhill through developed areas. California has been suffering an oppressive drought for, let's be honest, a generation. So there was plenty of fuel found in an expanse of tinder, so when powerful gusts picked up, the flames grew fast and traveled faster. In less than 24 hours, the fire had swept through the town of Paradise and other communities, leaving a charred ruin everywhere it rolled along. The town of Paradise would disappear. In order to piece together the sequence of events that unfolded at the campfire, investigators turned to the 157 first responders, local officials, and utility personnel who were present during that fire. With the help of the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, also known as CAL FIRE, Paradise Police Department, along with the investigation team, they were able to gain access to and review large sets of data, including radio logs, 911 calls, dashboard and body camera recordings, also drone and satellite imagery. They also looked to images in social media that were shared, as well as news media to corroborate the sightings of discussion participants. This, essentially, was a modern-day CSI style of finding out how future events could be prevented. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Here is what happened. On the day the fire broke out, wind gusts were at 48 kilometers per hour. It's about 30 miles per hour. And were almost exclusively pointed toward Paradise and the smaller communities of Magnolia and Concow. The preceding 200 days were intense drought. And that helped to transform much of the region's lush terrain into highly combustible material. The community of Paradise made resources available for residents to remove trees, but humans being humans, they did not. Yeah, it seems that those residents refrained because, and I'm not joking, to quote, attracted to the lifestyle of living in the forest that they found in town. So again, 
The climate is harsh, but humans refusing to adapt is no help in situations like this. And for this reason, a single spark in the wilderness exploded into a raging inferno. In the end, the fire destroyed 85% of the town's buildings. A nightmarish downpour of burning debris was effectively blown by the fierce wind ahead of the main fire and into town, where the embers lit up buildings and vegetation, resulting in an out-of-control and chaotic melee of dozens of smaller fires that destroyed precious firefighting resources. The speed and intensity moved swiftly and without remorse. Paradise's defenses quickly fell once the fire front reached town. The incident commander leading the emergency response realized very quickly that this fire was simply too fast and too ferocious. He ordered a full retreat of personnel only 45 minutes after it arrived. With this dramatic turn of events, the focus pivoted to saving lives and an evacuation. But even these desperate efforts were stonewalled by burnovers. Those are life-threatening events where residents or first responders are overrun by the flames, cutting them off from any escape routes. It was an alarm that sounded loud that we need to curb how we develop communities and prepare for future wildfires in prone areas because the climate is changing and that is simply not slowing down. We saw full evidence of this on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is November the 22nd and we are looking back at the first ever outdoor hockey game that the NHL staged where it actually counted in the regular season. It marked the 25th anniversary of the Edmonton Oilers joining the NHL in 1979 and the 20th anniversary of their first Stanley Cup win in 1984. Yet more, we are out at Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, Alberta for the first ever Heritage Classic where it was freezing with an even colder wind. This day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.